The more you find, so think of this, the package is this. We got to find our talent, step one. We got to package this talent, step two. We got to market this talent, step three. And then we have to uh, monetize this talent. And there's a cycle in here of refinement. That means a long cycle of practice. So we figure out this is our talent. We refine that talent. means we get better and better and better and better and better and better and better through, through practice, refinement of the talent. Packaging is taking the talent and packaging it up. Then we market and promote it. Then we make money with it. Okay? Now, what if you never find this part? <laughs> Okay? See, Dwight has a tax business, right? But it really can do more things than that. Yes? Okay. So here's the deal. If it's just a tax business, there's lots of tax businesses. Okay? Now, now I'm a business owner. Okay? And I was thinking about this last night, Dwight. Every day, because of the size of the deals I'm doing, every day there's different complexities. There's complexities, right? How do I raise capital? How do I structure these deals? How, how, do I, how do I write them up? What do the investors get? What do I get? How is, you understand what I'm saying? What are the tax implications? Man, I'm also doing this deal over here while I'm doing this deal. Does that make sense? There's complexities to running a business. Okay? Somebody just doing my taxes at the end of the year is just one problem that I have. It ain't the only problem. And, and the bigger you get, the more complexity there is. Everybody with me? So when you think about what your talent is, so I think about, this is how money changes hands. I think about who can help me solve this problem. Who can I call? Who can break this down? Who can, who can give me sound advice? Who will answer their phone? <laughs> In today's world, it's like, who will just answer their phone so they can just talk and solve this problem? Right? So if Dwight says, yes, I do own a tax business, and yes, we do people's taxes, but we are really very highly skilled at solving these complexities for business owners. Right? Now, that's a much bigger play because there's a lot of business owners that have a lot of complexities other than just their taxes. You follow me? Okay. Now, if he says, this is what I can do. I'm ultra-talented at solving complexities as it relates to money, the usages of money, the tax implications of money. Now, if he knows that is his talent, now what, what's the next step for him? That's right. Now, see, I don't know that. All I know is he owns a tax business. Right? So it's up to him to figure out how do I package this up? And what is packaging again? Okay. John, you're trying to figure this out too, right? Because if packaging is anything the consumer can feel, touch, taste, see, packaging is how do I know that Dwight can do all of these things? Because if I don't know, what's the likelihood of me calling him? Anybody see that? See, you've got a good mentor in Perez because Perez really has a very broad-based knowledge, right? 
of money, how it works, the velocity of money, all these things. This is very, very important. Okay? And so, but, but, but I didn't know that for many years about David Press. I just thought he owned a Liberty Tax Place. So I, until I got to know him and he got in our tycoon program, I started traveling around the world with him, having intimate conversations with him. I had no idea the dude was that talented. No idea, right? I just thought this dude owns franchise. He's got he's obviously successful at owning franchise because he's got eight or nine of them or whatever. That's all I knew about him. Now, now, why would I call him to solve these other problems if I don't know that? Everybody see that? Okay. So, so packaging is. Everything from videos to, to, to uh, images to packets to funnels to, right? This is packaging. It is taking your genius and putting it into something that I can figure out how you can help me. Everybody see that? Okay. Now, I've been saying this for years, and nobody's ever done it. So I'm you, you, you'll do it at some point. Like the other night, I was looking on the Harvard uh, executive management courses. Harvard does these executive management courses. Okay. And so I'm looking on there because I'm trying to plan what I'm going to be, what I'm going to learn in 2022. So I'm sitting there deciding what, coach, what coaching programs I'm going to be in, what specific things I want. One is negotiation. I want to get much stronger in negotiating because now I'm starting to negotiate much bigger deals. And I've never had any formal coaching in that other than me studying Chris Voss's work, which to me is still novice. Reading somebody's book, folks, is not studying something. Okay. I mean, you can call it studying if that's what you want to do. Watching me on YouTube is not studying me. Okay. And that's what a lot of people think. I can just watch him on YouTube every morning and I'm getting coached by him. No, you're not getting coached by me <laughs> watching YouTube videos. Okay. When I want to learn something, I go straight to the source. And I want to kind of sit at the master's feet and watch and learn and study. And I'm willing to pay the money to do it. Right? So I'm on there looking for what courses do I want to go and study at the Harvard Executive Management School. Right? And so I'm looking for negotiation because they have a course on negotiation. If I was a real estate agent, okay, I would go pay the money to go to the Harvard Business School of Negotiation. I would come back to my market and I would run around and tell everybody, I'm the only agent in this market that has ever gone through the Harvard Business School negotiation. Now, who do you want representing you on a deal? You want a, 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 a poodle or a pit bull? See, because when I go to the Harvard Business School negotiation, you better believe I'm going to put it out there. Okay, I'm going to the Harvard Business School negotiation, folks. I'm going to Harvard. Like, I don't really believe most of the universities are very liberal, but I, I, but I don't get caught up in that. I'm going to learn something, Right? To me, it raises your person of interest score. So, so you do things to raise your person of interest score. That's packaging. I would package myself up as, man, I'm a stone-cold killing machine. There ain't nobody had the training I've had. Like, why do Navy SEALs become Navy SEALs? They've had elite training. Right? Like, I'm talking to Rob O'Neill about coming and doing something here with me at the hunting club. And, I mean, he, he went through 400 missions as a Navy SEAL. Killing Bin Laden was just one of them. Like, it's the one that made him famous, but he actually went to 400, 400 other missions where he went and got bad people. He's a, the dude, a stone cold killer, man. Like, literally. <laughs> okay. Now, here's my point. 
He has access to specialized training other people ain't had access to. Yes or no? Green Berets, Special Forces, Navy SEALs. So, so why do they get put up on a pedestal more than just the average person that goes to the military? Because they've had unique specialized training. Everybody with me? So, so here's the deal. It's just it's a marker that, that the world understands. Oh, you, you had special training. Like the other day I was looking at a property in Gatlinburg, and, and the wife of this person, I said, what do you guys do? What, she said, well, my husband was a Green Beret. There's a little dude about this big, my size. And, and he was real calm and quiet. And I'm thinking, man, this little dude's a little killing machine. <laughs> right? But when she said that, what do you think his, how do you think his status went up in my mind? It's like, oh, man, you went through Green Beret training? You're a Green Beret? See, like we immediately had a connection. Because I'm like, man, I'm coaching some people that were Navy SEALs and working with some people that were Navy SEALs and special forces. And then we, got, then we started talking about it. Then, then we had a connection to each other. But it immediately raised his status. Okay? So, so when you're thinking about this concept of visioneering your business, the reason before we get to the part about how do you design your business around, around your deal for 2022, you first need to figure some things out. Here's the question. What do you want to do? What are you trying to do in 2022? Okay? What are you trying to do? Okay? Now, this is so, so I'm showing you this to show you what problems you have. Problem for some of you is you don't really know what your talent is. So the market's looking at you like what? You're a commodity. What is a commodity? I can get you anywhere, I can probably get you cheaper. You're just not that good. Everybody see that? You're just not that good. I can't figure out what problem you would solve. Can't figure out why I'm giving you money. Can't figure out why I'd give it to you versus somebody else. <laughs> right? 